to scale, you got to get out of your own way. If you're a control freak, switch that to a quality control freak. Because one of the biggest differences that I've seen in, in our business is bringing people in with a different skill set. Optimize performance through adapting your physical, psychological, and emotional state. Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome back to the Performance Intelligence Podcast for 2023. Wizard and I, we're back in the studio. We've had a really nice break. I had three weeks off. Wiz, you had about the same time in that three weeks. What was your highlight? I did very little, and I ate a lot of prawns at Christmas, and that's all I could ever ask for. Prawns and relaxation is all Wizard could ever ask for. We have a set operating rhythm to this podcast, Wiz, so we can produce what we hope is really good content, but also we don't want to burn out. We produce 40 episodes a year, and the way we work is 10 episodes in line with the school term and the company or corporate reporting cycle, and then two weeks down regulate, where Wizard puts up bite size or best bits. And then we do that again for 10 weeks, and then two weeks down regulate, 10 weeks again, two weeks, 10 weeks, that's 40, and we have most of January off. So to our overseas listeners, I was in America last week, Wiz, and everyone's going, you Aussies, you have all this time off. We only had Thanksgiving a couple of days and then a few days over the Christmas break. So I realize now we've got a global audience. Not everyone is like we are in the Southern Hemisphere, but in Australia, that's the way we set up our operating rhythm. So today's podcast, the first episode for the year, one, we're going to go through some housekeeping with a few changes and keeping what's been working as well. Number two really important time to look at setting a yearly theme or an intention for the year. And three, I'm going to talk about what's the difference between an intention and setting goals or resolutions. Four, it's all about you. We want to build the performance intelligence tribe. And we've got a couple of ideas on how we're going to do that. So let's start with number one, the podcast housekeeping. Wiz, big year last year, we changed the podcast name. We changed the platform we hosted on Behind the Scenes. No one needs to know that. And we looked at getting a blend between three main categories, high performer series, where we talked to an expert in sport, media, entertainment, the arts, uh, it could be government, a whole lot of different eclectic areas. And we pull on that red thread to see how that person has set up their frameworks, their internal frameworks with psychological skills, how they relate with people and, and the career progression. And while everyone is different, Wiz, we, we've definitely seen some commonalities. The second part of the interviews we do is the science of, and it's really interesting looking at the top five performance intelligence podcasts for 2022. It was a blend, wasn't it, of high-performer series and the science of, and then the third format is performer spot. Spotlight. And that's where we get a client or clients, sport or corporate that I've worked with and that strive stronger, our business has worked with. And we talk to those people about their learnings and we share that to the audience. Top five of 2022, number one was the science of fasting with Paul Taylor. Looks like everyone's looking at strategies to stay lean. Number two was Kieran Gribben, in excess rock star. Literally, he's a rock star, the lead singer for in excess. And I like that one, Wiz, because he spoke about uh, mental skills he's learned. He spoke about imposter syndrome. Can you imagine standing up in front of 30,000 people, literally stepping into Michael Hutchins' shoes? And he also spoke about regulating, upregulate, downregulate, and how to build that in for sustainability. Three was with Reedy and Laney. I've now left Parramatta. 
I'm the mental skills coach with the mighty Manly Sea Eagles now, but we wrapped out the year and wrapped out the NRL season talking to two men who I'd worked with very closely while I was at Parramatta as the mental skills coach. And there were some beautiful lessons in that one as well. Sean Lane spoke openly about the challenges he had growing up around with his dad and mental health. And Reedy spoke about his evolution as a person outside of footy and as a footballer, and also about purpose and pre-performance routine. So I love that interview. And number four was the science of heat with the good doctor, Dr. Tom Buckley. And we spoke about heat and heat modalities. And number five was bite-sized leadership lessons with Podrago Sullivan. Whiz, I didn't realize this, but I got a message on the three-week break, I was at Tangaluma, which is in Moreton Bay, just off Brisbane, from one of my Irish friends. I got a lot of Paddy friends. Did you know four of the top five were from Ireland? I didn't realise it until you told me, no. Paul Taylor, Irish. Dr. Tom, Irish. Kieran Gribbins, Irish. Padrego Sullivan, Irish. So the only two that aren't Irish was Reedy and Laney. So there was a real Irish theme to 2022. Interesting to see what our top five will be in 2023. So summary this year we're going to do much more of the same because we're finding that the variety between high performer series the science of and performer spotlight has been working so let's get on to number two setting a theme for the year i've done this the last couple of years yes i set goals in eight areas and angela poon and i did looking in the rear view mirror just before the christmas break and we went through the eight key areas including work and career health and fitness, learning and development, family and relationships, finances, hobbies, passion and play, community and spirituality. And because of COVID and lockdown and craziness the last three years, I've added recovery. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's a really good format to take stock of what you've done in the year. And I remember in that episode, Angela saying, oh, wow, in preparing for this, I didn't realize how much work I'd done over the year in all those areas. I took two main lessons out of that. One is Ange's lessons and two, and I've done this every year for the past three or four, like Ange, like, oh, wow, I've achieved a lot more than I thought before sitting down because we all get really tired at the end of the year. So it's a great activity to do. So setting a theme for the year it could be learning a new skill. It could be accelerating an area in your personal life. It could be starting a new degree. Or for me in 2023, it's laser focus on achieving a major goal. And I'll get back to that in a moment. The five key areas that I've looked at, now there's part science on this. Yes, there's some psychological frameworks and some constructs and some evidence based on this. But there's also just some practicality. I've worked this out, again, with clients, with myself the past few years. Five areas I use to help set a yearly theme or an intention. Number one is re. Two is looking at those eight focus areas. I'll pick back up on that. Three is future casting. Four, you've got to write it out. And five, articulate to others. Let me start with number one. Again, for our Southern Hemisphere listeners, I hope you've all had a great dose of re, recharge, recalibrate, repurpose, reflect, rebalance. So what else have I missed with all those beautiful rewords? I now make my high-end clients, make my team, make myself, make my family have a really good break over Christmas. It works in our operating rhythm here. 
I find if you're starting the year and you're tired and you haven't hit re, you're starting on the back foot. So please, if you don't feel rested and refreshed, make sure you fast track that in the next few weeks. So that's the first thing, having a good break. Two is then just picking up on those eight focus areas. And while I set an intention or a high level focus, I do get into the micro on specific goals. But I find if you just go down the rabbit hole, people set goals, but it's not connected to a higher purpose or it's not connected to the broader vision. So reverse engineering this, first of all, going with an intention and then goal setting underneath that, I've found that works really, really well. So again, those eight areas, we we review, but you also now think about looking forward in these eight. In 2023, what would success look like for you in work and your career? In 2023, what is success for you around your health and fitness? What is success for you or what areas do you want to improve or enhance around learning and development? What, what does success look like for you? Or what does contentedness look like or balance around family and relationships? What is a good position for you to be at the end of the year financially? What hobbies, passions and play? And, and Wiz, this is one you've seen in workshops and you've seen in podcasts when I ask a lot of our high-end people, what do you do for play? Oh, Andrew, I'm really serious. You know, what do you mean play? Play is a really important part for us to connect into the inner child. Play is a great way to switch off psychologically. And now there's loads of research showing fun and joy and play are really important to keep that youthful, that, that playful disposition as well. So thinking about setting goals around that is important. Community and spirituality. Spirituality is again linked to purpose or a belief that there's more out there. There's something out there bigger than just you. And, and when I say spirituality, some people are like, oh, I'm not religious, I'm going to switch off. And if you're religious, of course, this is your religion, your faith and your belief. But if you're not religious, you can definitely still have a spirituality or set some goals around how you're going to connect with the world around you. And obviously recovery and hitting re, we start with that. And I think you've got to set some goals around that. So one, making sure you have hit re, refresh, recharge, reset. Two, thinking about those eight areas and reflecting first of all, if you haven't done this activity, go back, listen to the podcast, download the worksheet and take stock of what you got out of 2022. Because the other thing that Angela said to me during that episode was, oh, without even realizing, Andy, I've now started to set goals for 2023. Looking back helps you look forward and it connects it more to what's important. Now, the third part is future casting and it's linked in with some of the language I was just going through before. Future cast is a construct where you take a blank sheet of paper and jump forward. I, I do this a lot with my athletes. I'll do it with an athlete when they're in the middle stage of their career. Uh, they've been playing for four or five years professionally. They still might have four or five years left. So they're in the middle. They're not the young person anymore. They're not old, but they're in that twilight zone. And, and this really helps get balance offside the field, outside the court or the ring. And then they play better. Loads of research, loads of personal examples. But when I do this with an athlete, and I'll ask you the same, but we're just going to do it one year forward and, and future cast. So it's December. 
2023. Let's go mid towards end of December, where the operating rhythm, the workload starts to drop. And you're sitting down having a beverage of your choice. It could be a beautiful wine, it could be a crisp cold beer, a coffee, a tea, water, whatever. And you're looking back in the rearview mirror for this year. What, what does success look like? So I've done this for myself in these areas and it's really helped me define what is my intention for the year. I'll get to that in a moment. But that third part is go forward, future cast, December 2023, what would a great year look like? Now, you can go with those eight areas that I've given you or just go, go, go natural, go organic. Just write down what would a great year look like? And then we're going to try and reverse engineer and hit that. The fourth area is then we start to write this out. So you're actually writing out what would success look like? What's a great year for me? The fifth part is you articulate that to other people. So let, let me go a little bit deeper on four and five. So you're not just writing out what a great year would look like. I was naturally doing this or subconsciously doing this in the holidays because that rearview mirror definitely does help get you thinking about moving forward. But then last week I was in America and I had a lot of travel time and I said, I'm going to use some of that travel time to really do these five areas and set my theme or intention for the year because you need to reflect and ruminate and pontificate and come back and it's messy and scrappy and then it gets clear. So on that fourth bit, I looked out or I wrote out, what does success look like for me? And without going really deep and giving you hours and hours, I've got loads of opportunities. We've got loads of opportunities with Strive Stronger to really scale the business and to take that to a wider market. We've been working behind the scenes beavering away the last 18 months on our digital platform. Strive's now been going for three years. We've had great growth. We're getting good traction in the corporate market, but we're just scratching the surface. So I really went through what would great look like for strivestronger.com. AndrewMay.com or AM.com, which is my speaking, coaching, podcast, mental skills, writing books and doing a bit of media practice. There's loads of opportunity there as well. I'm busy and, and so engaged in Strive, I find there's loads of opportunities, again, in am.com that I'm not able to pick up. I'm getting more interested in mental skills. Working with Manly, I'm loving. I'm talking to another couple of teams at the moment. I, I think I can do two teams in two totally different sports and run a mental skills program. The way I've evolved it, you know, part practice, part years learning on the job, but coming from a consulting background, it's a consulting approach to mental skills. So we're really upskilling the coaches, the strength and conditioning trainers, and, and they're helping me embed the program as well with a supporting technology platform and doing some one-on-one. -on -one. Um, obviously, if you can do one-on-one -on -one work with the key influencers, the, the leaders, it makes a real impact. So traditional mental skills programs where you work with everyone one-on-one. -on -one. But what I've learned from you know, a number of years in business and consulting, get that buy-in, get a common purpose from the leader, the coach down and with the support staff, get your key players and athletes really working with you, supporting the program, and then have regular reps and sets. So on that model, I, I can do two sporting teams, but I'm getting global interest and have been asked uh, by a few global teams recently, can we work? Can we consult? And at the moment, I'm saying no, because I want to focus on Strive and what I'm doing here, but I get really excited about all that. But then you can get overwhelmed and overloaded. It's just trying to give you a bit of a positioning where I am. 
And then there's keynotes and I want to write more books and blah, blah, blah. So I sit here at the start of 2023 and go, I need to clone myself. I need more hours in the day. But I've tried that, you know, working harder, working longer hours is a good recipe for burnout. Almost done it twice, don't want to get there the third time. So drum roll after hitting re and having a really good break, physically, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually as well. Looking at the eight focus areas, looking in the rearview mirror for last year on work and career, health and fitness, learning and development, family and relationships, finances, hobbies, passion and play, community and spirituality and recovery. So looking back in order to go forward. Then future casting, looking at what does a great year look like for writing that out. What what does it look like? What does a great day look like? How do I feel? How am I connecting? Bring all the faculties, all the senses into it. Number five, you then articulate to others. So Wiz, I shared this to Angela early this week. My intention or my theme for the year, I've got two. One is to amplify and the second one is to scale. So I went through that whole process to then look at I want to amplify the message. It's one of the reasons I love this podcast. We want to get our messages. We want to share this content to more people. We want to play a bigger game. But to do that, we need to continue to double down on technology. We need better systems. We need to look at different ways of engaging across social media, different ways of marketing. The world has changed. So my whole 12 months underpins or the umbrella is to amplify and scale. And then we have all the different goals underneath that. So Wiz, this is the first time you've heard that. What do you think? I think that sounds good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the podcast grow even more. I mean, it's, it's grown a lot, uh, even just organically without any marketing added to it or anything. And yeah, hopefully we can add some more commercial opportunities to it. And then uh, I think for, for Strive Stronger in particular, um, I've really been looking at yeah how, how that's quite easily scalable looking at we've we're a team of what five or six and we've been doing programs with thousands of people sometimes so that'll be interesting to see how that grows as well. One of the the words that Ange and I use we're we're small but mighty and technology allows us to play that game. So yeah, it's um interesting seeing your response and, and Wizard would tell me if he thought it was shit. <laughs> but the, they're they're the two words for me was for the whole year so when i look at how do i how do we amplify the messages and podcast is a great forum for doing that so thank you for the listeners and we want to get this out that's part four today we'll explain that but to scale you got to get out of your own way and when you're really passionate about what you do and if anyone listening to this if you're a control freak switch that to a quality control freak and allow other people to come in because one of the biggest differences that i've seen in in our business is bringing people in with a different skill set so you have people who are very passionate about what they do you can't control everything now the research on this for those cerebral those people that want some of the rigor when you link a theme or an intention for the year to your purpose, to your vision, to your mission and your values, it's much more likely to happen. Now, next 
episode. So episode two for this year is with Angela Poon, and we are talking about mission, vision, purpose, and values because a lot of companies give it lip service. It's on the wall, and you ask people, you know, what are your values? Something, something about trust, integrity. What's your mission? Well, what is a mission? I don't know. We'll go through that next week. But the research shows when you link your intention or that higher order theme to your mission, purpose, values, and vision, you are much, much more likely for it to all happen. The third part of today is looking at the difference between resolutions and intentions. At a high level, a resolution is a resolve for the year, and it's more about having an end point. So you do it or you don't. Whereas an intention is a daily practice, and it's how you want to show up can also be the state you want to be in, the physical, the psychological, the emotional state that really links to performance intelligence. And it's not just today, but it's every day. And an intention is more about the journey. The reason why I set intentions first, the reason why I do this in my coaching practice, the reason why I encourage or influence setting intentions in our business is because when you set an intention first, it connects to that higher purpose and the goals tend to fall underneath. Dr. Fumi Stephanie Hancock, who's a psychiatric medicine health doctor and she's a prolific author, says, people fail to keep their resolutions because there is often no concrete plan or objective. She goes on to say, some people set resolutions because they see others doing it and they feel obligated to also do them. But with intentions, you'll have an exit strategy and if results are not looking like you anticipated, then you can pivot. Or I'll add to that, with an intention, it, it's really drawing you to a bigger overall outcome. So I love the idea of setting an intention or a theme. As I mentioned, mine is to amplify and scale. So every Monday morning when I sit down with my EA, Shannon, and we do our weekly plan, I, I'm going to be thinking, what am I doing from the start of the week right through the week to do those two things? Am, am I amplifying? Are we amplifying? How do we scale and, and build systems and processes and different ways of working that gives you a real laser focus? So Wiz, we'll be able to come back at the end of the year. One thing, putting this out there, isn't it? And, and I was talking to Angie earlier, thinking, should I really tell people what I'm wanting to? And I thought, yeah, look, we want to be authentic. So if I'm going to get you to do it and try it at home, I've got to live it, breathe it, make mistakes. We'll come back at the end of the year. I'll circle in on one of the final episodes on how it's gone for me on setting those two intentions for the year to amplify and to scale. Number four, this is about amplifying sticking to that intention, but amplifying the connection we have or building more of a tribe with performance intelligence. The first way, and we'd love people to do this, Wiz, is go to iTunes and leave a rating and review. You probably hear this in every podcast. Hey, make sure you leave a rating and review, but it really does help us in see what you're liking or read what you're liking. And it helps us with some of the commercial parts we're looking at down the track as well to try and get some commercial partners to help us continue to bring this content to you. So that's the first one. The The second part, what we're going to look at is an AMA. And Wizard, this is from Reddit, I believe. Ask me anything. But we're going to do a little flip for Performance Intelligence Podcast. And our AMA is going to be Ask Maisie Anything. So we'll let you know through the year on forums. It'll be either through my social media accounts or it'll be through my website. 
andrewmay.com and we want your questions. So I'm going to do a couple of episodes where I'll read your questions out and then give you the answers. And any other ideas you as the listener have on how we can build the tribe, let us know because we're learning, evolving, adapting and changing as we go as well. There's the summary and our first podcast for the year. Number one, we did the podcast housekeeping, our operating rhythm. We are going to bring you 40 new episodes throughout the year in that operating rhythm that works for school and business and sustainability. I want you to think about setting a yearly theme or intention. That was number two. Your goals will come underneath that. Number three, we went through the differences between intentions and resolutions. And number four, talk to us. We want to start more of a two-way communication process so we can really build that tribe. Oh, whiz, forgot. Save the best for last. Music, intro, outros. We've got a whole new, is it called a sting? Audio tag, whatever the buzzword is, you'll notice there's new music in the intro. And, And we also have had a number of people say, hey, we know you run programs like Six Week Shred. We know you do a match fit program. You got to tell us about it. So we're going to bring you some short little ads just to let you know about the programs that are coming up. All right, Wiz, that's it from me. I'm going to throw to you. What's your intention for the Performance Intelligence Podcast for the year ahead? I think for the most part, just to get it to grow, uh, get more numbers, get more people listening. That'll be good. Tell your buddies, tell your families. Uh, catch up with you next week. Thank you. Hi again, it's Andrew, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode. We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence Podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience, and I love reading the comments as well. If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite, or purchasing one of the books I've written, including MatchFit, or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.